quick one guys before we get into today's episode do you know any parents including yours who doesn't really know how to help their child through their journey in sports i'm hosting a free masterclass called nurturing your child's sporting talent in that masterclass they would learn how to prepare you or their children for sports the right way send them to athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting now into today's episode what's up guys welcome back to the athlete maestro podcast the sports education podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports i'm your host tola ogunlewe and this is episode 580 take your chances when they come be genuinely curious about your sport and be honest enough to admit your mistakes over the last 10 years he has won the formula one world championships a stunning four times he's one of the finest racers of this generation today on the show four-time formula one champion a german star sebastian vettel we know lewis hamilton is the most dominant champion of this era and one of the greatest formula one drivers ever but not so long ago you see the name on everyone's lips was sebastian vettel you see just six years prior to when vettel won his first world championships michael schumacher had just won his seventh f1 championship so to see another german top of the podium for four straight seasons got race fans salivating the journey for vettel started with cutting as it most often does with young kids it's when they fall in love with the speed and of course they become fearless it, it's always funny when people say oh is it not to drive a race car i'm like okay when you're driving a race car at 200 miles per hour and crazy speeds then you would know that uh, it's not a joke in 1998 he joined the red bull junior team won various titles and showed the team the potential he had in 2004 he won the formula one bmw adac championship more titles were of course to come it was more or less like just tasting it just just the beginning next was formula 3 and in 2005 he drove for asl motorsport in his first season he finished fifth and won the rookie cup because he was so good he tested for the williams formula one team later that year in 2006 he was promoted to test driver for bmw salver he officially was ready to hang with the big boys he became Sauber's third driver at the Turkish grand prix and second driver at the hungarian grand prix that same year so you see in formula one uh, you have the main driver then of course you have test drivers you know backup drivers so that if anything goes wrong then the team doesn't lose one of its drivers for the race at 19 years old he became the then youngest f1 driver to participate in a grand prix between 2007 and 2009 he learned his craft during the 2007 and 2008 season they about you know he became the youngest ever driver to win a formula one grand prix he was just 
21. That same season, he became the youngest ever post-sitter in the history of the sport. 2009, he joined Red Bull's main team and was a man on a mission. That season, he was championship runner-up. 2010 was the grand opening. He had tasted victory and knew exactly what he wanted. Between 2010 and 2014, he won four consecutive Formula One championships. 2011 season, he had 15 poles, 11 victories, and 17 podiums from 19 races with a record 392 points. 2012, equally as dominant, became the youngest ever triple world champion. 2013, even better, he won a record nine consecutive races to capture his fourth title. The dream of many F1 drivers is to race for Ferrari. That dream for Vettel became a reality. 2014 when he followed in the footsteps of his idol Michael Schumacher and signed for Ferrari. It was supposed to be a match made in heaven and at the time it actually was. In 2015 and 2016 he pushed Mercedes to the brink. Same thing in 2017 and 2018 but you see 2019 2020 not so much the love affair with ferrari was beginning to turn sour the relationship with ferrari might not have produced any titles but that has never and will not take away from the legacy that sebastian vettel has in the sport today he's your mentor guys and there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Sebastian Vettel. Now, you know, many people who are big F1 fans, you know, might be looking at it and be like, you know, Vettel, one of the finest racers of his generation. Uh, are you sure Lewis Hamilton is there? That's why I said in the intro that, yes, Lewis Hamilton, most dominant champion of this era. Nobody's going to take that away from him. But one point that I do not want you to forget is that when Vettel, at the time Vettel won his fourth championship, Lewis Hamilton had only one championship. So, Yes, things might have gone awry and things might have, you know, been mixed up and all of that, you know, but it just shows you how good Vettel was. And even to today, many still consider him one of the greatest drivers ever because of the records that he had. And of course, I mean, he's still young and he's still able to do the business. First lesson, guys, from Vettel is take your chances when they come. Take your chances when they come. Now, this lesson is a double-edged sword. So there are two angles that I want to uh, explain this lesson to you and ensure that you get the points. Now, the first part is that, you see, when you are on a roll, take massive advantage of it. To so take that chance when it comes, when you are on a roll. So there are many young athletes who, it's when the going is good that they feel like they should relent. So because I'm in form, because I'm playing well, because I'm dominating my sports, you know, it means I'm on top of the world. So I shouldn't train as much. I shouldn't give as much. I shouldn't sacrifice as much. Why? Because I'm on top. You know, if I wasn't on top, then yes, I'm going to be training extremely hard. Yes, I'm going to be giving everything to my sport. Yes, I'm going to be multiply dedicated to my sport. I'm going to do everything I'm supposed to do and all of that. And that's the first side. And you see, with Vettel, he did that absolutely to perfection between 2010 and 2013 four consecutive world championships he was on form the red bull car was performing and of course he took extreme advantage to absolutely destroy everyone that was in his path that's the first part 
Now, the second part as well is that, you see, you never ever know when a run or a dominant period is going to come to an end. So if you haven't taken advantage of the opportunities and the chances that you have, you are going to live to regret it. Why do I say this? When Vettel won his fourth championship, just like I just said, Lewis Hamilton had one championship. Vettel was dominant. Lewis Hamilton had all these distractions outside the sports, you know, wasn't really dedicated to it. And things. I mean, fabulous driver, but it just wasn't dedicated to it. But guess what? Now, Hamilton has six. Vettel, guess what? He's still stuck on four. So just imagine if Vettel hadn't taken the chances that he had to win four consecutive world championships. How do you think he would feel now? Now, let's also assume now, of course, I'm not in Sebastian Vettel's mind and I don't know the intricate details of what happened. You know, probably family commitments and things like that kind of took away from the sport. You know, we we would never really know, except, of course, I get Vettel on the podcast to discuss this. You know, but let's just assume for a minute that Vettel got complacent because he was in a dominant period. And of course, he realized that, hey, next year I'm joining Ferrari. So 2013, when he won his fourth championship, he then moved to Ferrari. And of course, Ferrari is one of the premier teams in Formula One. So he could have been thinking, I'm not saying this was what he was thinking. He could have been thinking, hey, with Red Bull, I won four consecutive championships. I'm about to go to Ferrari. Ferrari is the dominant team. Like it's 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 um it's no gain saying that the championships are going to roll in that i'm going to dominate that you know it's going to be a foregone conclusion you know as to what i'm going to do in the sport and and all of those things so imagine if he said that how disappointed do you think he would be now and it's the same thing with athletes who have retired who look back at opportunities they could have had and i've given this example previously on the podcast as well you go to the Olympics with a genuine chance to win a medal. You go to a game with a genuine chance to win. You go to a tournament with a genuine chance to be on the medals table. And for some reason, something goes wrong and you tell yourself that I will get another opportunity. You're not guaranteed to get another opportunity. The athletes who said that Tokyo 2020 was going to be their year, guess what? Coronavirus happened. And of course, the Olympics had to be postponed till next year. They're going to be a year older. There are going to be more competitors in the field. So it's no guarantee that you would have medaled if only you gave everything the first time around. First lesson, guys, from Sebastian Vettel. Take your chances when they come. So when you're on a roll, take your chances. That's not the time for you to relent. Same thing. When you're on a roll, continue to push. Don't, don't fall off the bandwagon in the sense that this would continue. Don't assume that it will continue. First lesson from Sebastian Vettel. The second lesson, guys, is be genuinely curious about your sport. Be genuinely curious about your sport. You see, I can say this. I mean, I've been doing this for a while. I've studied some of the greatest athletes in history. I've studied some of the best to ever do it. I've interacted with some of the best athletes, coaches, and people who have been around these guys. You know, I can say this categorically and for a fact. There is no athlete in the world who is great at their sport, who wasn't genuinely curious about their sport. Let's use Lewis Hamilton as another example. I'm sorry I'm mentioning him again. But you see, the reason that Hamilton, you know, didn't at a point in time realize his full potential was because he was distracted. The minute he rededicated himself to the sport... 
guess what happened? Everything changed. So over the last, what, six seasons, he has won five titles. Over the last six seasons, he has won five titles. He rededicated himself to the sports. 2011 season, so just when Vettel, you know, was, was coming in. He had won the championship in 2010, right? So going into the 2011 season, you know, there's always, you know, the, the formalities that happen before the season gets on the way. The drivers meet with their team, they check the cars, they inspect and all of that. You see, that season, Vettel was one of the only drivers to go to the tire manufacturer, so Pirelli, to check out the tires they were going to use for the season and to ask questions. So the guy that he met, I don't, I don't, I can't remember if he was the team boss at Pirelli or something, you know, the guy was just wild. It was like not many drivers do this. The only other driver that did this was Michael Schumacher. You see, you have to be genuinely curious about your sport. If you want to be great, if you want to achieve something, you see, it cannot be a part-time thing for you. And you see, with that curiosity comes knowledge. With knowledge comes a better way to execute your sport. So if, um, let me use high jump for example now. If you're a high jumper, you see, if you are curious about your sport, you are asking questions about the jump. If I take off from this point, does it increase my ability to jump? If I run faster, does it increase my ability to jump? If I use these shoes, does it increase my ability to jump? If I train this way, does it increase my ability to jump? You are asking questions in so many different ways. So the question for you now is how curious, genuinely curious are you about your sport? Or is it training is done, you know, you just drop what you're doing. Or you're in constant communication with your coaches. So whether you're as a coach in your sport, whether as your sports performance coach, somebody like me, how curious are you about your sport? Because you see, curiosity leads to knowledge. And it's that knowledge that is going to help you execute your sport better. And of course, that is one of the key things that has got him vital to the position or to the point where he got to or where he is. He's still very young in his sport. He's what, 33? And of course, he still has so much to do in the sport. You see, he would not have gotten to this point if that curiosity didn't drive him. How can I drive this car better? What are some maneuvers I can learn? What are the things that make this car function the right way? How can I take advantage of them? Those are key questions that Vettel continued to ask in his sport and, of course, it's gotten him to legendary status in the sport. Second lesson, guys, from Sebastian Vettel, be genuinely curious about your sport. And, of course, the final lesson is be honest enough to admit your mistakes. Be honest enough to admit your mistakes. So just like I talked about in the intro, you know, the love affair with Ferrari didn't exactly go according to plan. I mean... When you win four consecutive world championships and you join Ferrari, I mean, you're thinking more titles will come. But unfortunately, it just hasn't worked out for Vettel at Ferrari. And you see, there's so many athletes who live in self-denial. It's always everybody else's fault than theirs. So this person was the one that did this. That person was the one that did this. My friends were the ones that did this. My parents did this. This person did that. You see, but one of the things that we've seen with Vettel is that over the period that he has struggled with Ferrari, so 2017, 2018, you know, they, they pushed Mercedes to the max. You know, 2016 as well, even 2015, 
two of those seasons Vettel was leading the championships and of course Hamilton came and overtook and and all of that but you see one consistent thing that I've seen was that Vettel was always quick to admit his mistakes now you know there are critics that say that's all he does and that's all but you see I just want to look at the lesson for the younger athletes that are coming behind you see I don't want you to live in self-denial I want you to take responsibility for everything that happens to you and of course I share this with the core principles that drive athlete maestro and the athletes that I mentor and of course the R in the maestro is responsibility I want you to take responsibility and that's one of the things that Vettel has done you know the times when he was leading the championships and Hamilton came and overtook him guess what he was quick to do he was quick to admit that he made mistakes so when he crashed the car when the car spun out of control and of course he lost the lead when he crashed out of races he was always quick to admit that that's my mistake my bad in, in terms of that one and how i can do better is what i'm looking for so the question for you now is are you quick to accept your role are you quick to be honest enough with yourself to admit that you have made mistakes or are you always looking for excuses it's the system that is the problem it's my coach that is the problem it's my boots that is the problem it's because i don't have access to a gym that's the problem it's because i wasn't born abroad that's the problem it's because i live in this country that's the problem you are not honest enough to admit to yourself that either you're not good enough or you are not putting in the required effort to be better if you are putting in the required effort to be better to be your maximum self the best athlete you can be then you should not be upset with whatever level it is that you get i mean it's it's, it's just like you being let me say you weigh 50 kg and you want to bench press 300 kg or something are there people that might be able to do it yes but you see your stature your height your size just doesn't make it practicable that you are going to be able to do that even if you push yourself to the maximum same thing you're five feet five you are not going to dunk in basketball because the rim is 10 feet high so except you have remarkable spring and you can jump really well you're not going to dunk so are you going to be upset with that because that one is out of your control i want you to be honest enough to admit where you've made mistakes where you can make improvements where you can turn things around and of course that's why i genuinely believe that vettel can still return to the top of the formula one pyramid because he's is is not too far from him to admit that hey i've made mistakes here i can change this around i can tweak this i can alter this and of course i can come back and be better sebastian vettel guys episode 580 take your chances when they come be genuinely curious about your sport and be honest enough to admit your mistakes be honest enough to admit your mistakes head over to the website guys athletemaestro.com check out all the free resources that we have for you there what those resources do is that they help you break your mental and physical limitations in sports you have any questions send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com and of course don't forget to share this episode i just shared with you lessons from a successful athlete you know just hit the share button you know share it on facebook instagram twitter and of course tag me as well at tola Oglenwe on all those platforms if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review it's very easy for you to do you can subscribe in under a second and of course you can leave a rating and review in less than 30 seconds you know just quickly tell us what you think about the podcast give us feedback 
in terms of everything that we share with you here. If you don't know how to do that, head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe. athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing is not enough, you must apply. Willing is not enough, you must do. I want you to go out there. I want you to start applying this lesson from Sebastian Vettel. I want you to go out there. I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.